The following program is presented by the Far East Broadcasting Company because stories of people living out the gospel with their lives inspire all of us. FEBC, taking Christ to the world through radio and new media. Learn more at febctoday.org. And I had one line in the play, Oliver. What next is the question? Little did I know the Lord was going to usher me into purpose and meaningfulness and participation in His kingdom work. Finding Meaning in Kingdom Work. That's actor, director, producer Bruce Marciano, and he's our guest now on First Person. Welcome to The Conversation. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Before we hear from Bruce, I appreciate you listening to this weekly program. We aim to present the stories of people who are serving Jesus Christ with their lives. They come from all walks of life and all have a story to tell. If you are unfamiliar with us, we're found online at firstpersoninterview.com, where there's a complete archive of past interviews. Telling these stories is possible because of the Far East Broadcasting Company, who supports First Person. I'm amazed at how the Lord is using FEBC's gospel broadcasts around the globe, and I hope you'll take a few moments to learn more at firstpersoninterview.com. Bruce Marciano is an actor, author, and speaker best known for his impassioned actor's portrayal of Jesus in the film The Gospel of Matthew. But there's much more to Bruce's life, and you'll meet him now. We have links posted on our webpage if you'd like additional information. But let's get to the Skype interview as I ask Bruce about his decision to follow Christ. I grew up Catholic, and, uh, um, and it was in 1989 that I came to that point of understanding the difference between a, a nice uh, a religious <laughs> habit and a living relationship with Jesus. So it was in 1989, and how it happened— uh, you know, my my career was taking off. I'll give you the five cent version, sure. and uh, and just as quickly as it was taking off, that's how quickly it fell apart. And in the pit of that, I just really realized I needed the Lord. Lots of guys had shared the Lord with me, and uh, and one day, uh, just by myself, literally, um, and a little bit of a Hollywood story. It was on a hill overlooking Universal Studios. I was sitting there by myself, just looking at my life and uh, and just thought to myself, you know, I just need Jesus. Mm. And I literally got down on my knees in the dirt on that hill and uh, and said, Jesus, you got to save me. So that started my uh, my life in the Lord. And, um, and, you know, and just immediately the Lord in his ways just began to reveal himself to me. And it was only a couple of years later, uh, you mentioned 1993, it was at the end of 1992, that as an actor out here in LA, uh, I got approached by a born-again film director who wanted to put the Gospel of Matthew on film word for word. And he was uh, hunting for a a born-again actor um, uh, here's kind of uh, a funny part. He said he he didn't want the traditional statuesque, <laughs> you know, uh, Jesus figure. He wanted someone quote more real looking. And I've never been brave enough to ask him what exactly that meant. <laughs> but he he thought my face fit that mold. And uh, and to make a long story short, the next thing I knew, I was cast. Uh, to play Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew, 
We shot it in Morocco and in South Africa in 1993. And, uh, and, and that experience just dramatically, uh, to this day, just changed my life. Hmm. Yeah. Well, movie making is movie making. But what was what was it? Was it the words of Christ? I mean, what what caused the change? Well, I have to believe that first and foremost, the cornerstone is that is 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 the word, the word of God. The film we did was literally word for word the gospel. It wasn't a fictional Jesus movie, and so as an actor, I had to immerse myself in uh, in the gospel. I had to literally memorize every word that Jesus spoke in Matthew. And, uh, you know, you think of the scriptures, you know, the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. Paul writes that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. So you think that for months of my life, um, I was just immersed and saturated with God's word. And I have to believe that's the cornerstone mm -hmm. of the change. On top of that, my journey as an actor was to, was to seek his heart, to seek an understanding of who he is. And it's kind of interesting. I had never, never thought to myself, well, I want to find out who Jesus is. I, I think, like a lot of people, I think I just kind of assumed I knew who he was. Um, but, uh, as an actor, I began this exploration of his heart and his, his, uh, his characteristics, if I can put it that way, and the depths of his compassion and care and, and the heights of his joy and all those things. And it just, the experience was a revelation hmm. in him and I was spun around. <laughs> wow. What a story. Well, uh, 1993. I mean, this predated, you know, all of the so-called Christian movie making that has happened since then. It was a pretty early effort, wasn't it? Yes, it was. You know, uh, there's a lot of the Christian movie industry back then. There was no Christian movie industry. There was just uh, three or four guys who had this uh, vision to uh, to create movies and shows that would be outreach, I use the word tools. Um, that was our mindset, not to make a movie for entertainment. That was not our mindset. Our mindset was to create a media tool through which people could uh, uh, learn about the Lord and, and use to outreach to their friends and their families and their communities. Um, and, you know, obviously since then, it's these days it's almost as if there's a new Christian movie coming out every, every week or two. Yeah. And I thank God for that progress. But sure. we were definitely on that pioneering yeah, edge. I was going to say you're a pioneer. I don't know if you like the term or not, but you were a pioneer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, sometimes you're sitting in a crowd and everyone's talking about their movie and everything. And forgive me, but, you know, the humanness in me wants to raise my hand and say, you know, I was doing this before <laughs> you were born. <laughs> but I know the I, feeling, brother. I know the feeling. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the calling that came after that then, because you went on to found Marciano Ministries, a nonprofit ministry. What, what, do, you, what do you do? We do a number of things. Um, we do a lot of work in uh, South Africa. Uh, we feed about three or 400 uh, uh, marginalized kids every day. We've been at that for several years now. Wait a minute. What, uh, what does that have to do with filmmaking? 
Well, uh, not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Not a thing. And I'll tell you how uh, that evolved. After Matthew was released, I began to get speaking invitations and invitations to write books about that experience of portraying Jesus. And um, I had never considered uh, uh, speaking before. And suddenly I found myself on the platforms of really some of the biggest churches in America and and colleges and universities and invitations to speak in London. And it just became quite a thing. And what I saw happening is lives were being touched uh, through this this discussion of the heart of Jesus. It's a funny thing, Wayne. I've, I've discovered that, that, that his love, the depth of his passion, uh, you know, the depth of his heartbreak over, over people's hurt and pain and the lostness, uh, these are things that were a revelation to people. And so those speaking events uh, I, I quickly became aware the Lord is doing something here. And I remember meeting with my pastor. Some of your listeners will be familiar with Jack Hayford. Oh, At sure. that time, he yeah. was my pastor. And and Pastor Jack said to me very, very simply, you know, uh, uh, what's your life about? You know, what do you want your life to count for? You can go make movies. You can go back to doing sitcoms and <laughs> the Lord loves you. Or you can uh, just... Uh, you know, move according to the obvious open door he's given you. Um, and and I made that choice, and it wasn't an easy choice, um, you know, giving up lifelong career dreams. Um, sometimes it was through gritted teeth and, <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. Uh, but, uh, but at the end of the day, um, I knew that I had the opportunity to serve God, mm-hmm. and so I went with it. And Marciano Ministries was born. Uh, my work in Africa began. I I, uh, I met leaders in South Africa who were hungry for partnership, and those partnerships turned into uh, church planting. And in those days, we called them crusades. I guess you can't use that word anymore. And uh, just these huge tent outreaches. And I found myself kind of. Uh, just living this amazing, amazing life. The funny thing is that I was never trained for it. I was never, (laughs) you know, I never planned on it. I never woke up one day and said, the Lord is calling me to do this. It just was a matter of walking through open doors. And here we are all these years later. Well, the Lord never calls you. And I think he did call you. He never calls you without equipping you at the same time. And I think he, he really obviously equipped you to do what you do, which includes planting churches in South Africa. Is that right? It's amazing. Um, And again, I have to give my African partner all the credit on that because uh, he spearheaded all the efforts. He's the one who got the infrastructure and machinery in place. He's the one that went to the village leaders and on and on. But together, uh, we, we planted something like 43, 44 churches in villages all through uh, what's called the Northwest province of South Africa. Um, it's, it's just been an amazing, amazing journey. Um, that partner of mine, sadly, suddenly, uh, fell to cancer, um, a few years ago. And, uh, you know, we've been trying to get back on our feet ever since then. It's kind of funny, the, his, his, his leadership 
um, to lose that leadership. But, uh, you know, the Lord has a plan to redeem that as well. And we'll continue to get to know Bruce Marciano, actor, producer, director, coming up on this edition of First Person. When I first heard the good news on the FBCC station, I tried praying to Jesus for the first time. Life is difficult, but Christ is helping me see things differently. Just one of millions of grateful people who listens to the Far East Broadcasting Company in her own language. You can sign up for a free online daily devotional from FEBC, telling more listener stories, while at the same time it encourages you from God's Word. Receive this online devotional without obligation when you visit firstpersoninterview.com. My guest is actor, filmmaker, author, and many other roles as well, Bruce Marciano from Los Angeles, who's talking with me via Skype. And uh, Bruce, it's so great to reconnect with you and learn what uh, God's doing through you these days, which still includes some filmmaking, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've gone through so many transitions since Matthew. I got heavily involved in my speaking ministry and just traveling literally around the world. Uh, working in Africa. And then one day uh, I got a call to be involved in another Christian film, and it had actually been several years. And uh, so I, I did that film. Many of your listeners will be familiar with The Encounter. Oh, yes. And uh, yeah, and they asked me to play Jesus, except in a contemporary modern day context. Uh, so that kind of put me back on the uh, Christian film map. And ever since then, I've done a string of films. And I love it. I love, uh, I love the work. But what I love about it, Wayne, is knowing what it counts for. I will never forget, uh, in the middle of all this, getting a call to audition for the lead in a sitcom, a, a network sitcom. And I remember my audition was at Sony Studios, and I was sitting in the, in the lobby waiting to be called in. And, and I just couldn't get motivated. I just couldn't get motivated. Deep in my heart, I knew that as much money as I was going to make, it, it just was dribble. It was just mindless dribble. Interesting. And, and I knew in that moment uh, something had fundamentally changed. What flips my switch is, is, is to be involved, is, is watching the Lord touch lives through my work. And I'm just very excited. You're not ready that. to give that up, are you? <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah. you know, to use a bad metaphor, it's, it's like this drug you just need more and more <laughs> of. You just love it. Just watching the Lord touch lives. Yeah. Nothing can replace that. But in addition to acting, I understand that you've put on your director's hat the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, as I get older... <clears throat> <laughs> you know, like every good actor, uh, it's time to transition behind the camera. <laughs> now, were you, when you were in front of the camera, were you thinking all that time, I could do that? Uh, you know, um, yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, you know, you watch things go on and, and, you know, it's a creative world. And so you're always thinking, you know, I would do this a little different. I would do that a little different. Um, but, uh, but, you know, you're on enough film sets and you get very, very familiar with the process and you learn the camera just by osmosis. And, uh, and so you develop those skills. And, um, so in 2016, I decided to step behind the camera 
in my first uh, uh, production where I was producer and writer and director. And, uh, and I made a pro-life film titled Allison's Choice. Now, have you always held a pro-life position? Yes. Yes. And um, it's a bit of a story, Wayne, how uh, years ago uh, I just felt the Lord nudging me to do something about this. And I remember hooking up with a, uh, with a, uh, an organization that saves babies' lives. And, uh, and when that season was over, the Lord nudged me again to, uh, to do something about this. And uh, the result of that nudge is the film Allison's Choice. And okay, it's a well, very simple film. Yeah, tell us more about it's, it. Yeah, it's a simple concept. Young girl, like millions of young girls, finds herself pregnant with a deadbeat boyfriend. And she does what millions of young women do. She turns to abortion. My thought is that the Lord is ever reaching out. He's just 24-7 reaching out. So I thought, let's put this girl in the clinic and put the Lord reaching out to her in the clinic. So uh, as the story goes, she's waiting for her name to be called and she's approached by a, uh, shall we say, gentle-faced janitor who uh, they begin a conversation. It quickly becomes clear that this is uh, the ma- a manifestation of the living God, mm. and he's come to plead for her baby's life. Uh, so there's a bit of drama. It's a fight for life, you know. At the end of the movie, the nurse calls her in. We're ready for you. And, and she has this remarkable choice to make. Um, and, and through the Lord revealing his heart to Allison, his heart for her and for her baby, the Lord reveals his heart to the viewer. Yeah. My hope is that uh, young women would see themselves in Allison and hear the Lord's heart on their behalf through the movie. Boy, we certainly hope so. I was just thinking, uh, Jesus seems to show up in all your movies, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I would say that's a good thing, Wayne. I wouldn't want to make one movie without him, <laughs> be in front of or behind the screen. <laughs> yeah. Now, Allison's Choice was made in 2016, you said? That's correct. Okay. Yeah. And is it and available to anyone who wants to view it today? Yes, it's on Amazon, uh, both on video on demand and I guess Amazon Prime okay. and, uh, and those kinds of things. You can also get it on DVD if anybody is using DVD these days. <laughs> um, and uh, as it gains traction, it's being used by pregnancy centers and right to life. Oh, groups, I can well so. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll see screenings pop up. It did get some award recognition too, didn't it? Yes, I'm very, very thankful. Uh, it's been nominated for Best Director, uh, Best uh, Actress for my lead actress, Best Screenplay, and on which I wrote it, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the neatest thing was Most Inspirational Film. Uh, uh, the International uh, Christian Film Festival nominated for all those awards. What's really neat, Wayne, is that two secular awards uh, shows have uh, nominated the film as well. Really? We didn't win in those secular awards, but the fact that it was nominated yeah. in a secular setting uh, was quite, quite remarkable. Yeah. So I'm very, very thankful to uh, at least somewhat you know, step over mm-hmm. that line. 
Yeah, given its theme, you'd think they would not uh, want to recognize it at all. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Well, that's Allison's Choice, and we'll try to remember to put information about it on our website, firstpersoninterview.com. Tell me what's next in uh, filmmaking for you, Bruce. My next uh, undertaking as producer uh, would be another word-for-word gospel film, this time of the Gospel of John. You know, uh, in this day and age, people with shortened um, uh, uh, attention spans, it'll probably uh, be a series as opposed to uh, a standalone film. But, um, you know, going back to my experience on Matthew and seeing the power of of the word of god on film um and and understanding that that's deeply ingrained in me so that's my next vision to uh do the gospel of john on film word for word we'll probably uh start filming within a year or in that pre-production funding stage right now and um uh i would hope you know, at my age, believe it or not, Wayne, this scares me. I just turned 62 years old. And, uh, you know, I, what have I got? 10, 15 more years left in me. And um, and my hope, if the Lord were standing here and say, hey, what do you want to do with the next 10 or 15 years? I would say make word-for-word Bible films. Again, for me, it all comes down to the power of God's word. Now, when you say word for word, you literally mean take the scriptures and use that as your script. Yes, you can sit there with your Bible, uh, the film we made, Matthew. You can literally sit there with your NIV and you can follow it word for word. And in John, it will be the same. Hmm. Bruce, I'm sure that uh, many young actors and or filmmakers come up to you and say, how do I get to do what you do? What, what's your uh, what's your quick answer to that? Yeah, um, most of the guys don't like my answer, to be honest with you, Wayne, <laughs> because it's old school values. Number one, you just got to make sure this is what the Lord wants for you. There's a lot of people that are attracted to this industry. And, uh, and I would just say, you know, get on your knees and make 100% sure this is what the Lord wants wants me to do with my life. And uh, once you've made that determination, then it's a matter of work, 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 training, training, training. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, a professional sport. Um, you know, you can't, you, you got to know your stuff <laughs> before you walk on that court, before you walk on the field. Uh, and, and so I would say work hard, train, get so good that they can't say no to you, and then step out and start your career. That's actor and author Bruce Marciano, who's been our guest today on First Person. To learn more, including more about the pro-life film Allison's Choice, please go online to firstpersoninterview.com. As we heard, Bruce is fully committed to the gospel of Christ, and I'm glad to say there's another gospel-driven organization that makes this program possible. It's the Far East Broadcasting Company. FEBC takes Christ to the world through radio and new technology, and millions respond after hearing God's word, many for the first time. Show your thanks for First Person by supporting FEBC. You can follow by clicking on the banner at our website, firstpersoninterview.com. And anytime you'd like to leave a comment or make a suggestion, please visit us at facebook.com slash firstpersoninterview. And now, with thanks to my friend and producer Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard, inviting you to join us next time for First Person. Interview.